Welcome to Immersive Talks. This is Palmer Foote from Bigfoot Music and Sound hosting episodes with Jump Into the Light around the connection between immersive technologies and the human condition. I want to give a few shout outs. Firstly, to Jump Into the Light, a virtual reality arcade where anyone can experience immersive gaming, art, and the latest technology. You can find out more at jumpintothelight.nyc. Mihao and Royal from Jump help produce this podcast and find incredible guests to be interviewed. I'm a commercial and freelance music producer, and ever since experiencing a meditation garden in VR, my worldview changed. I'm interested in seeing how immersive technology influences traditional concepts of community building and idea proliferation. This episode, I'm lucky to speak with the talented artist named Free, one of the four designers who presented their work on Valentine's Day at Jump Into the Light for a VR fashion show. We get into his background and spotlight ways he connects his message through different media. Do yourself a favor and go check out his Instagram at P-R-H-E-E-A-R-T. And can't wait to see what he does in the future. Please enjoy. Free, welcome to Immersive Talks. Thank you guys for having me. So you had this awesome show last night and we want to get into that. But first, could you give me a little background on yourself and where you come from? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm originally from uh, Los Angeles, California, Inglewood. Um, and, you know, I, I've always had dreams of like living in New York City and experiencing the New York lifestyle. You know, I'm sure a lot of people from Los Angeles can tell you, like, we're all fascinated by New York City. So everything about New York is so cool to us. The Times Square to Brooklyn Bridge or the Statue of Liberty. Like, you know, we don't really have those type of things besides like the Hollywood sign and Mm -hmm. Griffith Observatory or Venice Beach or Santa Monica. But I mean, there's just so much in New York. There's so much culture. There's so much energy here. And like, it's beautiful, you know? So you grew up in L.A.? Yeah, so I grew up in Los Angeles and in between Los Angeles and Inland Empire. I don't know if you know about that area, which is um, like San Bernardino County, which like Ontario, Rancho Cucamonga, uh, you know, just different places like that. And, you know, for me, it's just been just an amazing experience of, you know, growing and seeing myself like take off to the next level. Um when was the first time you experienced creativity? The first time. I feel that uh, the first time I experienced it, I was at this daycare as a kid. And I remember there was a kid, um, I don't remember his name, but I remember he can draw like out of this world. He was like, we had to be like seven. And like this kid could draw like literally look at you and draw you photorealistic. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, that's possible. And I was like, wow, like, that's that's what I want to do. Like, I want to be like that. Like, I want to create. Like, to me, it was magical. Like, you know? So I wanted to, you know, take a step into that, that lifestyle of being a creative artist. And I think really when I started taking it serious was, like, third grade, for sure. Third grade? Yeah. That's when I really understood, like, art as, like, this real movement and the sense of it being like um like the creativity behind it you know like the thoughts and the the genius behind it you know like Salvador Dali and Pablo Picasso and Van Gogh and you know I mean those were the people that I seen initially and then I started learning about like Rene Magritte and like Basquiat and 
Andy Warhol, Keith Haring, like, you know, and the list goes on and on. I mean, I can name so many people. It's just like, to me, that's what just like really kind of hooked me. And, you know, I was drawing cartoons like Pokemon and Dragon mm -hmm. Ball Z and, you know, it just turned into something that like really made me get inspired by the potential of, you know, what I could do. Can you take us from your drawing to design? Well, I mean, I think the design part, the aspect of design came from me just having the sense of style. Like, you know, I was so excited about having like walking into a room and everyone's like, wow, I like that. And it's like, wow, like they like this, but it's not even mine. Like, you know, like, and I'm like, well, how about I start making my own stuff? You know, I was at this show. I was working with um, Karen Bystead and Chris Brown and they had, the, Andy. she had took these photos of Andy Warhol and lost them and found them. <laughs> so like, she was like, instead of me just putting the photos out, let me do a collaboration with, like I think she did like 15 artists and like for me that was like my first real experience of the art world like especially in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So I mean I came in like super fly like you know looking cool and stuff like that and I remember like Chris Brown wanted to paint like live right there on the spot and I was like oh well, I have paint in my car like I get it. <laughs> you know it was cool because it was just like that moment it was so organic and you know, like, shout out to my friend, uh, producer BDB. Like, you know, he was able to, like, introduce me to everybody and let me know, like, who was who in the room. And I, from that moment, like, you know, I really understood, like, this is something I really want to do with my life. Like, art, fashion, fashion design, um, being an artist, creative, creative director. Like, you know, that's the person I knew that I wanted to be at that moment. Would you stun at school? Um, I think I started to stunt after uh, college. Like, you know, I had the uh, financial aid, you know, financial aid came in and I was like, wow, like we're getting this much money from financial aid. I was like, okay, let me um, <laughs> buy what I want to buy. Like, yeah. you know, so I started buying clothes and things like that. And this is still before I even started knowing that like I was a designer. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I just knew like the right pieces go with this. Like, you know, like. Even when I wore, like, suits and stuff, you know, for a moment I was really into, like, wearing, like, these dapper wears. And we would go to Dapper Day at Disneyland and, like, get dressed up. And, like, everyone would be like, wow, like, you guys are the best dressed. Like, that's so cool. And I think also, like, in high school I wanted, there was this competition of, like, who's the best dressed in, on school, in school. And I, I kind of got runner-up. And I was mm -hmm. like, I didn't win, so I was like, dang, like, it kind of made me disappointed, but I think that's what really drove me to, like, like, okay, like, fine, like, I don't need to be the best dressed of, like, clothes that everyone else wear, like, I can be best dressed of the clothes that I make, mm -hmm. because I'm the best at it, you know, I'm the only person that makes it, so it's like, there's no other competition besides me, so I'm battling myself of, like, just being the best of who I can be and stuff like that, so... For you, fashion is is that is that your main gig right now? I would say uh, my main gig would be fashion only because it is a vehicle that allows my art to be mobile. Like you know, I use it in the vehicle sense as it's free promotion. You know, free advertisement. 
I mean, even if I'm not there, say you're in Japan and you're wearing my jacket, it's like I just went to Japan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just went to Tokyo or London or Paris. And it's like, you know, like being able to be somewhere that I haven't even been yet, but my designs have been there. It's like those are the eyes. Like they're my eyes for me to see like the odds is like endless. Like, you know, like go to space. Like, I mean, wherever, like, you know, it's just – there's no limit to where I can go. So, I mean, I'm excited to see, like, how far these designs really take me. What is the relationship between fashion and community for you and your experience with fashion and developing community both locally and maybe globally for you? I mean, that's my mission, honestly. My mission is to really go global in the sense of, to me, the world is a community. This is our community. So, like, there isn't, like, oh, I'm only staying in my own community. Like, you know, I love Los Angeles. I love New York. I love Miami and, like, all these places that I've been able to stay. And, I mean, I love it, but I feel like as a whole, as the the world, it's, like, you know, there isn't such thing as, you know, a bunch of races. Like, you know, it's only one race, with the human race. And it's, like, you know, we're all in this thing together. So, you know, for me, I really want to make an impact similar to like how Michael Jackson was able to just be so powerful with his music and his his fashion. Like, you know, like you, you this dude was able to make dancing, fashion yeah. statements and dancing and music and everything. And I was just like, wow, like to me, that's like, that's what I want to be like, like that. Like, and I don't want to be Michael Jackson. I want to be free. But I want to be free in the sense of like how it's iconic and how people understand like oh well that's a free hat like you know you're never gonna see anybody like rocking a tassel hat when i put the hat on like you know people (laughs) see and they're like oh wow like what what kind of hat is that and they're like that's so cool and i'm like yeah i mean Mm -hmm. it's i don't even like try and tell people like i made it like all my friends are like yeah he made it like you should tell you should tell the world and i'm like yeah i mean i don't mind it's it's I made it. I know I made it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if you want to know more about it, we can talk about it. But I, I don't know. I'm very humble. In this well, the tassel hat's very fly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so how did you find out about this space, jump into the light and and, um, and oh. get connected with these guys? Man, this is a story. I mean, this, I'm so thankful to be even in this space. Like the presence alone is just amazing. But you know, I was uh, in Los Angeles. I was getting ready for Fashion Week. I didn't even know if I was really going to be here, but I was just like, yeah, I'm down. Like, you know, so Imani, which is the founder of uh, Find Your NYC, uh, Find Your ID NYC, uh, she told me about it and she was like, I feel like this would be the perfect fit for you. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, if it has anything to do with virtual reality and mm-hmm. augmented reality, I'm in there. Like, I love augmented reality i feel like it's the future in the sense of like what it has to offer you know i feel like it can bridge the gap on so many levels with fashion with retail with art with everything you know i want to have like my own art show with augmented reality built into it i mean that's why i've kind of been holding off on really having my own solo show because Mm. i want it to be an experience that people can really walk into and really get to know like who I am as an artist and also get to experience the art. Like they get to 
almost sense it. Like like they can feel it. They can they can see it. They can look around it. It's three sixty. Like you know, it's not just this one dimensional plane that you look at and it's like oh this is a painting like no this is more than a painting this is a message that is going to transcend on so many levels that once you're done you're like wow like I want I want more of that like mm-hmm. you know so that's where I kind of see myself and like you know being introduced to jump in jump into the light like you know I mean I I understand my role as a creative and while I'm sitting here, you know, I feel like I'm a vessel from God. Like, you know, I feel like I was sent here to be a vessel and to be a light onto others. So, you know, being able to be into this space, like jump into the light is just aligning with my vision of like what I want to do in my life and stuff like that. So how do you feel like your work was presented differently in this space versus maybe another space that you would be invited to present your work? Well, yeah, this week I actually did three fashion shows right. and um, I did a society for the first show. And I mean, that show was amazing. Like the, the everything was so professional, the models, like the whole floor plan was just fantastic. And I was just so blown away. And then after that, it was like they needed a model or designer for um, walk fashion week. And I was like, okay, well, I'm available. Like, let me, I wasn't really wanting to do them I was just actually going to go support another one of my Mm. friends and then they're like oh we need another designer and I'm like you ain't got to ask me twice it's a one-time thing I'm ready like I love that saying it's like stay ready so you don't have to get ready Mm. like you know so I've I'm ready at any moment you say like yo free I need you to pull up this is what I need from you and I'm like okay let's do it like you know so I came ready for that and then for this show I was just so excited like you know to to know that there was going to be this different aspect for fashion like you know not only are we going to step into fashion but now we're stepping into a whole nother realm of uh creativity like you know like virtual reality you know the the background that i had it was like a space new york vibe that like the models were walking in space and i'm like i ain't never seen no models walking in space before but you know today it has happened and i was like wow like it's just amazing to see technology and what it has to offer for for all of us. Like, you know, it really does help us as a whole in the sense of, like, being connected. Like, you know, yeah, there's this social media thing where a lot of people aren't being connected because they're not having that intimate connection. But, like, I've, I've been, like, last year I, I went to Paris, and, like, that was a, a beautiful moment for me because it was like, wow, how did I go to Paris? Like, you know, that moment, because someone else seen me from another place, like mm-hmm. they lived in Ireland and they they seen my work and they were like, like, I love it. Like, you know, and I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing a show in Fashion Week Paris. Like, you know, like I'm going to be there. Like we should connect and do a photo shoot and like, you know, wear my designs. And then like something happened to where something like didn't, was almost where I didn't go. And they mm-hmm. were like, no, you're coming. Like you're coming. We'll make sure you're coming and here's your ticket, send me your information. And it was like, hey, you're coming to Paris. And I'm like, oh, snap, I'm going to go to Paris. Like, this is so cool. And like, then I was there. And like, you know, from there on, it just, I made it, I had to do what I knew. I knew I had to do what I had to do. Like, period. It was like, you're here now. What are you going to do next? And I just did what I knew that I was sent there to do. So what was your first experience with VR or AR? 
I mean, my first experience was with, you know, Samsung. You know, they released the uh, the wearables and things like that. And, you know, I was really into it and stuff like that. But for me, my mind has really been set on, like, without the wearables. Like, if I could be an inventor or a creative person behind the virtual reality, augmented reality world, I would definitely want to do it without having all these wearable items or at least having like some type of contacts or sunglasses mm-hmm. to where it's not so bulky. Like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I want people to taste, have a taste of like bridging the gap of stepping into other people's worlds. Like, you know, imagining we're here in New York City, but like, let's go to, let's go to Japan. Like, let's go to Paris. Let's go to Australia. Like, let's see what it looks like there. Like, before we get there, like, you know, like, and that's possible. Like today, like we can do that stuff. But, you know, like you think back to like 1999 and 2000s and like, you know, it's like they would have been like, nah, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, I mean, for me, I feel like it's always been possible because I watched the movie Back to the Future. Yep. <laughs> and to me, I'm like, oh, well, Back to the Future says we have flying cars. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future says we could do this and do that. So, like, to me, like, I just believe what the movies were showing me. Star Wars, like, you know, you're seeing, like, holograms and yeah. things like that. And I'm like, okay, like, obviously this is possible. Like, you see in Coachella, they were just able to use uh, Tupac, as like you know right. a hologram and like having him come to life and like you know just how amazing is that to see an artist that has passed on but still be here and be able to like have his impact like you know he's still impactful from the grave like you know and I, that's where I kind of see like my legacy in the sense of whether I'm here or not here like I'm still going to be making an impact like you know like a Michael Jackson everyone knows that there's no doubt in anybody's head like you do the moonwalk. You do the the silver glove. You do the the shiny socks. Like you're Mike. You're trying to be like Michael Jackson. You mm-hmm. wear the hat. Like it's like it doesn't matter what you have. It it's like oh that's like Michael Jack. It reminds me of Michael Jackson. And like that's where I want for my like legacy. Like it's like oh wow that reminds me of free. You know, cool. that painting reminds me of free. That that jacket. That that hat. Like you know. Like I said, and it's all me paying homage to the people that came before me, but it's also a part of who I am and my legacy, you know? Like, even though I'm paying homage to the people that came before me, I understand that it's still part of me because I'm doing it differently from how they did it, you know, in a different approach. How, how do you envision your message changing with the different media that becomes available as time goes on? I mean, as time goes on, I feel like, for me, I feel that it is going to continue to transcend in different levels. Like I said, I'm I'm an all-around creative designer, artist. Like, you know, I don't just limit myself to just being a painter. You know, I really try and break the boundaries in, like, what I have to offer. And I know, like, I can, if, as long as my paint can stick or as long as I can dream it, and make it reality that's that's all i need like you know whether it be on a car whether it be on a a building like you know i see like 3d mapping like you know like some of my ideas being on like mapped on buildings like you know on the empire state building or like the the tallest building in dubai like you know like things like that to where it's like this experience like i said i'm all about creating experiences and in, in the sense of it being Whatever the canvas may be, if, like I said, whether it be furniture, whether it be shoes, clothes, hats, wood, canvas, like 
I just want to continue like breaking the boundaries of what the constraints said that most people believe that this is what it is. Like, it's like, yes, this is what it is, but this can be something else. Mm -hmm. This is what it is in your eyes, but why can't it be this? Like, you know, and that's how I look at my art in the sense of like, that's how I started it. It was like, well, why can't I do this? Well, I can, and I will, and I have, and I've done it. And so it's like being able to do that and, just allowing other people to see it. It's like, you know, I know that the people watching me, they can do this too. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like so amazing to see like so many of my friends and like their designers, their photographers, their creatives. And it's just like, like I, I'm hoping that the light that I'm shining is able to shine on them to where they can be the light themselves. It's like you light in a flame and it's like, it's just this continuous flame. Like, you know, I look at it like the Olympic torch and mm -hmm. that you're one person's carrying it and they're like burning the next one so that the next person can run. And, you know, like that's just a little bit of my background, like coming from track and basketball and being an athlete, I understand that. So cool. So last night there was a big show here and you had a number of models that were were uh, were outfitted with your designs. How did you envision that show going versus how it went down? Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, I didn't really know what to expect. I was like I said, I never actually experienced anything like virtual reality fashion show. Like you mm -hmm. know, I was like, how does that work? And then they're like, well, we do it like this and we have a green screen and then like your models walk into it and now they're in this different realm, whatever world that you want them to be. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. So then now like actually seeing it happen, it was so like exciting. Like just the atmosphere was amazing. Like there was like at least, I would say like 500 people here. <laughs> like I swear it was so packed. Like so I looked packed, down right? the scared. Oh, I looked down the stairs. I was so scared. I was looking like... <laughs> Oh dang! Like there's a lot of people here, like you know. And I was all I was doing was walking down, like just shake, like waving my hand, like "Hey everyone, thank you for liking my designs." Mm -hmm. But just that moment of just like seeing the people, the excitement, like you know, and like a lot of people came up to me afterwards and said, "Like wow, like your designs were like to me one of the best designs of the night." And like no, not to take away from anyone else, like mm -hmm. there was some really talented designers here, like just the creativity in this room alone was so amazing. And I just think that came from like, you know, Imani, like how she curated the night. Cause she knew like, okay, we got this, we got that. But knowing that everyone has something to offer, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, we're just fashion designers. Like, you know, everyone had their own element. Like, you know, there was dancers, there was a, a saxophone player. There was like, it was just like, wow, like this is the culture. Like this isn't just like, this thing that we're just trying to put on a fashion show. Like, no, this is more than a fashion show. And I think that's what really was able to be uh, delivered yesterday in the message that we were able to show to the rest of the world. Like, you know, and I mean, I'm just so thankful that I was even chosen to be a part of this. Like, you know, it was really an honor. So you said you got some feedback last night. Did you get any other senses of the community that you hadn't before felt in New York or or in uh, in other places that, that you've been? Definitely. I mean, for me, I felt just really embraced. I feel like, like you know, I, I live in Los Angeles and I feel like there is a strong community of creatives and artists there. 
But the love, like New York really shows the love. Like, you know, even though it was Valentine's Day, I'm not using it as this coincidence. Like, I feel like it was on that day for a reason because yeah. it was real love. Like, the the genuineness of everyone that came, it was just like, wow, like, I love this. Like, you made that? Like, how did you do that? Like, how? how? It's just being able to see that vision and knowing, like, you know, we are creatives we're able to see the vision before everyone else. Like, you know, I, I know a lot of times I've all these ideas I've thought of before I even done it. So it's like, it's not about that idea that's just in my head. Like, you know, like now it's like, okay, how do I execute that? And what are people's responses going to be? And like I said, I don't try and rely too much on the responses of others. I just try and really focus on like, how can I make this the best for me? And if I just know for me, like I said, I have good taste. So I know if I got good taste, I know for sure at least 10, 15 people in the room is going to like think like this is some good taste. Like mm-hmm. I said, yeah, first at first it may look kind of weird. Like I said, when I first made this hat, I was like, nah, <laughs> like this isn't it. I don't know about this. Yeah. And my sister was like, it looks like a lampshade. And I was <laughs> like, damn, like why you got to shoot my dreams down like that? And you know, especially she's my sister. So right. it's like that, her right. her opinion is very high in my book. So I'm like, ah. But maybe it's, mm, but maybe look, it shouldn't be in the, in the grand context. And that's what I'm she's saying. Your sister, right? <laughs> I took that in a different way. My brother was like, well, see, you were wrong about that because the hat was super good. Like mm-hmm. everyone loves the hat. Right. So it's like, you know, even though she tried to make fun of it, it was just like, oh, wait, like, no, this is so different. She doesn't understand it. And that's the thing I feel like a lot of people, they look at it and it's like, I don't understand it. I don't know if I like it or I don't like it because it's so different that I, I can't even say an answer right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I love wearing it in New York City, like in the subway, like just like walking mm-hmm. through and everyone's like turning their heads like oh wait who's that like what what uh, what is that on his head like is that a lamp like who's wearing lamps <laughs> out here but it's so different that it goes with the outfit and then everyone's like wait a minute like i like that mm-hmm. i really do like that I, at first i didn't and now i do like, you know it's like when you eat something and you're like uh i don't know and then it's like wait that is that's pretty good yeah you know yeah so I feel like that's what my fashion is like. Like it's very, I don't know if I like it, but then you you eat it because you know you don't know what it. You just by the looks of it, you're like, mm, but you taste it, and the taste of it is what makes you love it. You know, and I feel like that's what it is with my fashion for sure. What I'm creating is the taste, the taste, so that people when they taste it, the first taste, it, the first bite, it's like, mm, dang, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like I. I I don't know what this is. It doesn't look that appealing to me, but I'm so thankful that I tried it because, you know, like you said, it's like we're trying something new and like all these other people coming in, I'm sure some of these people never even experienced anything like that. So I think it was really powerful. It was a really powerful statement for what we did last night for fashion, for art, for just the culture. I feel like it really impacted a lot of people in the sense of, this is something new and it's something that's going to stay for the future. It's like basically seeing Starbucks before Starbucks released and now everyone's drinking Starbucks. Like, you know, like everyone's going to be on the VR wave, AR wave, like everything. Like, you know, it's just a matter of time. So going forward as a innovative designer and creator and tastemaker, where do you see immersive technology 
going? And where do you see the relationship between fashion and immersive technology going? I mean, for me, I feel that we're going to really be able to go to these fashion shows. Like, say, like I said, I know a lot of my friends and family can't go to Paris with me, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, hey, we're doing a remote location where everyone could put their goggles on. I don't know if you heard of, like, the silent room parties and stuff like that where everyone's wearing headphones. Silent it's discos? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, I see everyone in a room where they're able to wear this VR experience and be there with me, like, and... and they're like cheering me on like yeah like and you know i can like kind of hear them like in a sense like i feel like that's where this technology is going to be able to take people like you know not just through fashion but like even in the art world like you know like taking this portal and allowing people to step into this new world that they haven't been able to step into or they were scared to step into you know there's tons of places in the world that we haven't gone yet and it's like you know imagine using AR technology to, like, you know, 3D scan everything, like the jungles of, you know, like Brazil or something like mm-hmm. that, and just being able to to walk through that or to hear those sounds, like, you know, like, it's, it's incredible. Like, you know, I've been doing a lot of traveling within the past three years, and I'm just so thankful that I even got the opportunity to do that. Like, you know, it's, I really get to live out my dream of being a creative and like you know i haven't had a job in two years like literally i've been self-sufficient on my own craft for the past like two to three years and Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely tough i'm not gonna lie it's it's for sure something that's not easy but i do encourage people to step out their comfort zone and really allow themselves to see what's on the other side you know because i feel like a lot of people are closed off to the sense of like I don't know, like, what if I fail? And it's like, yeah, I failed. I have failed. And I'm not ashamed to talk about how I failed. But in the result of failing, I've learned. So, so much that it's, like, incredible. Like, you know, I'm, like, getting chills right now. And I'm wearing, like, this big jacket. And I'm like, man, like, it's so crazy because I have failed. But I'm still going, like, you know? And it's like most people give up and they stop and they they quit and it's like for me it's like I'm not I'm not a quitter so I'm never gonna give up I know like no matter how bad I get beat up or no matter how bad you know people hate on me or try and talk bad about me I know that I'm gonna be able to overcome you know like there's no weapon formed against me that shall prosper so you know I know that I'm gonna be able to really overcome everything that's against me right now and the obstacles that are in front of me so thank you for not quitting man no, I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> like, really, it's 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 really hard. Like I said, I I've slept outside. I've yeah slept in my car. I've like you know, there's a lot of things that I've done that most people won't want to do because they're like, well, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know. But it's like, well, you won't know until you try it, and until you try it, you'll never know for real. Like, if this is for you or not. And like I said, I know this is for me. For real. You're saying that you've made mistakes and you've failed and you've learned from those failures. And that's really, I find that that to be really, really important for me for music production. And Mm -hmm. and sometimes when I make a mistake in music production, that can end up being the motif that makes the song. Definitely. Could you talk a little bit about making mistakes? Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) if you're going to talk about mistakes, I will be the first person to talk (laughs) about my mistakes because... You know, it's just like, you know, your parents always tell you like, oh, don't do this, don't do that. Like, you know, I mean, I have this story about my dad when he got hit by a car, but his mom told him like, 
don't go outside, Darren. Like, <laughs> when I'm not home, don't go outside. He's like, I'm going to get ice cream. Mm-hmm. He runs out, gets ice cream, and gets hit by a car. Now, how do you explain to your mom? Like, she's coming home after work like, yeah, mom, I, I broke my whole, like, arm, body, legs, like, everything. And it's like, damn, like, I told you to stay in the house. And it's like, for me, I'm like, you know, I've made those mistakes. So, like... I've been like a little hard headed in certain scenarios, but I understand after that, wow, like those people were right. Or they were only doing it in my best interest. They weren't really trying to to hurt me or to tell me something that was gonna stop me from being able to do what I wanna do. Like it's it's still possible for me to do what I wanna do, but also, you know, you have to be patient. You can't expect this to happen overnight. Like, you know, it's not gonna just pop up and say, oh, yeah, overnight I'm about to become this famous designer or mm-hmm. this famous artist. Or, and, you know, I'm not even chasing fame. Like, it's really not something that I'm I'm worried about. But I do see the fame a part of what I'm doing, you know, to really catapult what I have to offer. Fame does have an aspect in it. And I feel that, you know, I want people to respect that, that I'm a real person. You know, and I do make mistakes and I don't want to be on this pedestal. And like sometimes, like I said, like you said, with the motif of those mistakes sometimes are the best mistakes because they turn that whole scenario into something special. Like, wow, now that mistake made this painting or this piece more beautiful. Like, you know, that that song, like it was an accident. Like I said, this hat was an accident. I didn't make this on purpose. It was an accident. And it was a perfect accident. And, you know, sometimes those accidents are good to really catapulting you into the world of success, you Mm -hmm. know? Because you're thinking like, damn, like, this is ugly. I hate it. (laughs) And I really did. I was like, after my sister said that and I looked at it, I was like looking in the mirror like, I guess she's right. It does look like a a lamp. Damn, like, I don't want to be like a lamp. Like... (laughs) who does that and you know like then I actually wore it out in the public and then the public is like no Mm -hmm. that's not a lamp I mean of course there's a couple people but Mm -hmm. the most part most people were like that's so different it's so avant-garde I mean how where that just it's a genius behind that concept the thought of even birthing that and it's like wow like I didn't even think of it like that you know I just have like a lot of good supporters like in my in my life right now so I feel like I'm thankful for like the people really rooting me on and like knowing that like I have something to offer to the world and and just allowing me to be accountable for that and understanding like I am special. I do have something to offer and you know I feel like that's a lot of things a lot of people in the world they don't know like do I have something to offer like how can I be a service to other people like I I can't even serve myself like what what is it like you know and yeah it's like like I said, I mean, I live, my whole life is based off, based off of faith. Like, you know, like, I don't believe, like, I got to see it to believe it. Like, you know, I just believe, like, knowing, like, if this is what it said, this is what God says for me, I could do it. Like, you know, period. And it happens, like, literally, time and time again. Paris, New York, moving to New York, going to Miami Art Basel, going to this, mm-hmm. going to that, being in these shows, walking into the room. And, like, like I said, it's, I know it's not. It's not happening to everyone, you know? But for me, it's happening. And I can't, like, write it in a blueprint saying, like, this is how it's done. It's like, I don't know. It's it's just me. Like, the I'm an individual that allows my process to just every single day be exposing, like, 
to what I'm doing. So, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful, like, just to be here in New York and to be at this studio, like, you know, this was a dream come true for me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see, like, what's in store cool. for this. Thank you so much for coming through, and I really appreciate you coming in and speaking your word to us. Thank you, man. I really i am so thankful to be here and grateful. Like I said, this opportunity, is, it means the world to me. Like, like I said, I just wish the world could see this for themselves and, and know that this is possible, not just for me. Like, you know, I just want to be a light and an example of showing people, like, this is possible. Like, you know, whether it is music, whether it's poetry, whether it's being a comedian, whether it's being an actor, whether it's being a filmmaker, like, I mean, whatever your goal, your dream is to be, become like a doctor, like, you know, like, it's possible, you know, and just don't give up on it. Don't let the world or the the stereotypes or the, the social norms stop you from becoming who you want to be, because you know who you want to be, and you should be who you want to be. It shouldn't be oh, my mom wants me to be like this, or the world wants me to be like this. Like, you know, literally every day I walk out the house with my expression, like, on me, mm-hmm. you know, because I want people to know I'm free to express myself how I want to be. And it's like a double entendre with my name being free mm-hmm. and, like, you know, just being free to just be me. Like, it's like, you know, like, I, and I want that for everyone. Be who you want to be. Be free. Like, live free, be free. That's my mantra, you know? So absolutely, man, that's amazing. Like I said, I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jump Into the Light. Thank you, like everyone that's supporting me. And there's so much more in store. Like much I said, much love, man. We're really excited to see what you have in store for us. Thank you, man. We're waiting. <laughs> We're oh, on the man. edge of our seats. I'm excited. Thank you, guys. Everyone tuning in right now, live. Also on this podcast, this is an amazing opportunity, and I'm just thankful to be here. Cool, man. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Appreciate you. Brought to you by Bigfoot Music and Sound and Jump Into the Light. If you want to reach out to Bigfoot for commercial music interests and post-production needs, including podcasts, original music and sound, sound design, and much more, contact yo at b-i-g-f-o-o-t-e dot com. If you're interested in developing your VR and AR content, contact hello at jumpintothelight.nyc.